Biennale of Sydney Fan Fiction, Episode 3. One afternoon of the opening week, Kelly was watching and listening to Han Rowe's sound procession as part of Adrian Heathfield's Ghost Telephone Project, a score that was developed in response to Sydney Nolan's The Galaxy. Ghost Telephone was a sound installation that incorporated Nolan's little exhibited and relatively unknown work, speakers that played Han's score, and the gallery installation staff who pushed the painting and speakers, becoming a choreography that gently weaved its way through collection galleries of the Art Gallery of New South Wales. Ghost Telephone invited the audience to follow its journey. Kelly thought about how the work spoke to all other works as it moved through the institution. She wondered what it was saying, how its presence created an eeriness, how it suddenly made the young girls in the Arthur Boyd paintings take on an unattractive, menacing tone, how they were probably always menacing, how the galaxy seemed delighted that it had at last been given the spotlight, waving hello to the more famous Nolan works of the Kelly gang, the ones more loved and in their dedicated room, how it cowered and paled in comparison to the constellation of Uda Uda Jangala and other Aboriginal artists, how it made all these works speak to each other in a way that they had never done before. Kelly thought how the language and movement and choreography suddenly made context visible, and how the context was always fleeting, how that context was always shifting. Kelly thought that the works themselves acknowledged the impossibility of controlling their context, and instead took delight in it. and banality become a good image for your children. I want my children to listen to people who fucking rocked. I don't care if they died in puddles of their own vomit. I want someone who plays from his fucking heart. Kelly wished that she could see the different iterations of Ghost Telephone curated by Adrian Heathfield, featuring Chrissa Parkinson, Philip Gramaka, and Benoit Lacambre. But she would not be in Sydney, and so she would not know how their various choreographies would create new contexts and enable new conversations between artworks. In Stephanie's The Future Is Already Here, there was a rigorous three-month-long shifting program of ephemeral work and for even the most dedicated of viewers, it was impossible to capture everything. Instead, something else opened up in this futility of complete comprehension. More gaps and voids. Room for multiple conversations and multiple perspectives. Room for multiple voices, multiple audiences. The artwork as conversation moment gestures to all other conversation moments, to a history of diverse conversation moments that extend out from the Biennale to the ecosystem of the world.
Aidan Madden and Beth Caird make one of these works as conversation moments of time, sound choreographies, music texts. They called it Scaffold. It is one of their contributions to the Bureau of Writing, and they played it on the FBI radio on the evening of Thursday the 26th of May 2016. They also play it at the beginning and ending of a talk given by Kelly in the car park called Alaska on Friday 27th of May 2016. They also play it in this podcast. Beth and Aiden provided Kelly with an accompanying text. It was disappointing that the obituary writer was an extreme pedantic gossip. At Circular Quay, I ask a woman the name of her two dogs tied up to an iron fence. This one's named Mummy, this one's named Betty Bye. To experience the sensation of having a song stuck inside your head is to be part of a community with others who repeat it with you. Silently and for a time and sometimes sweating, flu symptoms, telephone cliché, build up, push up, all purpose. Shared matter comes in many invisible, transient forms, like songs or embassies, sometimes containing the energy of a state prosecutor. Others have a bedside manner, all of which sound as if they are translating someone else's journal entry. Vicarious edges are found in the top 40, embassies, advertisements, footprints and data farms or visions that can't be trusted, frayed wires, and so on, they repeat. Every day we use our calendar to give chaotic mystery order, we give a dog a name, a funeral march is a piece of music played during the funeral procession or execution. At the end of the ordeal you'll say, whistling, don't tell me, I'll catch it, when you simply want me to say, I can hear it too. Net label, abstract field recordings, instrumental, electroacoustic, found sound, sci fi, science fiction, insect, harsh noise, out of this world, mind bending, LSD, masculine, DMT, DXM. Modular mushrooms, generative effects, delay, reverb, distortion, hybrid. This sound work by Beth and Aiden makes Kelly think of Adam Linder's performance, Some Proximity, at the MCA, 
Remembering how they all sat on the concrete floor of MCA's thoroughfare walkway in between place for two and a half hours with Serena Masuko and Robert Wood. They didn't leave because it was so good. They were all creeps who couldn't stop watching. Couldn't stop watching Adam and Justin dressed in navy blue jumpsuits with rope belts, their top buttons done up. They were all in awe of the beautiful internal logic created by the work. How in a walkway that was constantly being punctured and penetrated by bodies moving to and from building services like storerooms and bathrooms, a self-contained world was built. This is the way that Beth and Aidan's work is to be experienced. A punctuation, a sound that finds a gap and inhabits it, stumbled across by an audience unbeknown. A reflection of the space of the institution, its intermediary zone between public and private. MCA, the Biennale, artists not from Sydney, artists in the Bureau of Writing who are simultaneously in the Biennale but not on the list of artists from the outside, them as collaborators, critical reflections, written as a score, mutated into choreographic embodiment as the audience orients themselves to it and around it, orients themselves in the lovely, slurred, dark words. Kelly loved how Beth and Aidan used the language like Adam did to build and break down walls. In the case of Adam and the performance of the artist, and in the case of Aidan and Beth and the performance of the audience, Kelly loved how both works indicated context of community. In the case of Adam, the shared language of the arts world. In the case of Aidan and Beth, the shared language of popular music. Both works gesture to the inclusion and exclusion of performance, the omission that occurs when a work hinges on a moment. Here is a list of materials of scaffold. Cardboard, metal chain, generic painkillers, reconstituted orange juice, crying spells, earthenware bricks, an airlocked laptop, abandoned geocaches, two privately encrypted keys, 30 industrial park rides, Brooklyn 3012, Bill Hicks screaming, play from your fucking heart, headphones, public pool water, floorboards, the sounds of a lightning storm striking the atmosphere above the planet Jupiter, one aspirational elevator, radio scanner phone calls recorded from home phone line, failure pop, devcore, file names, good rhythm, juicy juicy, sad song again, trill bit, secondhand communication from a cafe manager unhappy with the experimental direction, the piece of fabric that is torn from your clothes as you try and jump the fence, memories of some proximity, a cruise ship named Celebrity Solstice, the sound of a freight train rolling through the town my mother grew up in, teens discussing the disproportionately high suicide rate of young people in Australia, an explanation of nuclear fallout, wind particles, women exclaiming they're not having any fun, a private grief calendar, and a hidden quote from the drumhead by Jerry Bibby, which reads, while kids would re-employ a melody to service their needs at every given present, this remixing was an ingenious trick and an extension of their being in two places at once. And oh, it might have been assembled from a prickling satisfaction, well-heeled ignorance and or collective willful amnesia. It didn't matter much. It was tough out there on the field, requiring them to capture all the arsenal they could get their hands on, and there was a lot of it. This is a list of materials as an attempt to describe in totality the context of the work's creation. This is a futile attempt, but is an attempt all the same. This list of materials includes a series of shared moments or experiences. Particular phrases correspond to particular events. As you sit and listen, these particular phrases might evoke particular actions that slowly become apparent. Or they may not. They may literally mean nothing to you. The text is spoken, sung, and danced. The voice you hear, Beth's, is abstracted, placed through multiple filters, as she says the words they break down. 
they get stuck on other sounds in the recording. Words distort, they become mere vowels, they stretch, elongate, cut off. They are an attempt to describe everything, but they allude to more. Kelly thinks of Adam, Linda, and his work, of the words said backwards and forwards and said over and over again, the simple actions of his and Justin's steps, of stepping forward, backwards, sideways, sidestep, abstracted. Through this abstraction, the audience makes their own connections and project their own thoughts. Connections are made everywhere. The Biennale becomes an ecosystem of connections. For some proximity, text covered the walls of the MCA Hall, the space of the performance. It was spoken, sung, by the performers within the prescriptive conditions of its presentation. These prescriptive conditions were outlined clearly in the contract, also found on the wall of the hall, which set forth the rules of the performance's engagement. His work was both transparent and opaque. It, like the writing being examined in the Bureau of Writing, questions the efficiency and function of writing and text, but also choreography, dance, movement, in relation to our bodies in spaces as practitioners and audience members. From a place that is not fixed, it questions what choreography might be rather than what it is. It does this through language. Some proximity problematizes the institutional and economic aspects of the performance and gestures to the paradoxically authoritative nature of the legal document that utilizes a language that makes concrete claims but also invites diverse interpretation. It gestures to the disposable or negotiable reality of partitions and delineating lines like those of the law about the instability of the law, the instability of binary states. We only ever inhabit liminal spaces. We only ever find ourselves in hallways. It laid bare the economic relationship and power structure between artist and institution that resist in many ways the radical commercialization of the art object-based world, yet undermine dance and choreography's ability to question when it is enveloped, when it is enveloped in this institutional dynamic. Andrea Fraser said the institution is us. So perhaps the contract is us, the capital is us. It is, as the Biennale Hand Guide says, the perfect product of an immaterial experience economy where memory itself is a commodity to be consumed. Kelly gives over her memories in this podcast and becomes complicit in the building of these actions and gestures of commodity. The lived movements of those in the Bureau of Writing, the moments they experienced with each other become a scaffold, informing the reading of the text of the Biennale, which informed the movement, becoming a contained loop. Biennale of Sydney Fan Fiction has been written for the Bureau of Writing, a collaborative writing program designed for artists and presented alongside the 20th Biennale of Sydney in association with Artspace Sydney. Biennale of Sydney Fanfiction is written and spoken by Kelly Fleetner for On The Beach Podcast, with quotations narrated by Robert Wood. Its music is by Ron Koo. www.onthebeachpodcast.info has been designed and developed by Ron McNaughton, and you can find further information, notes and transcripts on each episode there. This episode featured the sound work of Scaffold by Aidan Madden and Beth Card. The Bureau of Writing has been assisted by the Australian Government through the Australia Council for the Arts, its arts funding and advisory body. It has been made possible through the generous support of the Kia Foundation and On the Beach is supported by the Victorian Government through Creative Victoria.